Do you want me to intro it and then, or do you want to intro it? I don't care either way. I'll go ahead and intro it. It's uh, it's not a big deal. All right, cool. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Nick and David, and uh, we are the Lord is not taking calls. Oh shoot, not we are. Um, let, let me let me switch that around. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We are Nick and David, and this is the Lord is not taking calls, the podcast where we talk about all kinds of religious stuff from a religious and an atheistic perspective, um, and. I'm David, and Hi, with I'm me Nick. is my co-host. My bad. <laughs> and with me is my co-host. I'm Nick. That went really weird. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. The Lord is not taking calls at this time. If you'd like to listen to a podcast, please remain on the line. Today we're going to be discussing a um, a pretty tricky topic. We're going to be discussing uh, fate slash destiny slash God's plan slash whatever you want to call it. Um, or you could use the word that I recently learned for it, kismet. Which is, oh, uh, yeah, which that's is a good word. my new favorite word for it. Such a, uh, a wonderfully whimsical and uh, lighthearted word for something as uh, profound as destiny. Yeah, it is a little. It is a little bit of a weird word. I, I I only really picked it up from my girlfriend. She she's just used it a few times, and it's one of her favorite words. I don't know. I think it it really captures the uh, the spirit of something as as whimsical as a podcast with uh, something as ponderous as as fate. Definitely. All right, so we got a lot to get into today, so let's jump in. Um, when we, when you're dealing with something as uh, as complex as uh, as destiny or fate or something like that, it's it's really easy to sort of uh, toe what becomes a really blurry line between. Um, uh, I mean, if you're if you're not dealing with it from from a really uh, from a religious perspective, it's really easy to kind of blur that line between religion and secularism. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, definitely. Because what 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 do you think about uh, what do you think about fate or destiny? Do you think it's uh, something that can exist um, apart from apart from something like a god? I I have a hard time with it sometimes. Fate fate for me has always been a bit prevalent. I I always thought it was like growing up. I was like you know why does this happen? You know it, it's there's a, there's that fine line between fate and coincidence. Whether it seems to be an accident or something just happened like. I, it, it's hard. I, I feel a lot of people drive, you know, a purpose behind everything that happens in their life, and that's mm-hmm. important. That's it's an important thing to do for a lot of people, and it's a li- it's pretty difficult to do for some people because that like you don't you want to understand the terrible, cruel things that have happened in your life. Um, you don't want to think that was like somebody had that planned for you, but um, people that take the hard, tough stuff in their life. And then they, uh, and then they turn it into like, well, this was meant to teach me this. This was meant to get me to do this. This was meant to bring me to the where I am today. Um, and, and and it's it's a hard subject to to understand because it's you know sometimes it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't it doesn't seem to pass through your mind like it should and like it doesn't seem to le- you learn anything. So it's it's very difficult. Yeah, absolutely, and. I completely understand that sort of instinctive need to to make sense out of the senseless and to uh, divine purpose behind or uh, or out of I guess what seems purposeless. 
to me, I mean, that's really easy to do when uh, when you believe in God. It's just um, when you don't believe in God. For anyone who you know who's an atheist, I I just I have a hard time um, I have a hard time understanding where where they could think that something like fate or purpose or being or anything being meant to be anything comes from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a difficult. Because, it's a difficult. Uh explanation it's a difficult mm-hmm. thing because every everything's it seems like everything needs an explanation uh, like death and suffering and and all of that it's it's a it's a hard line to cross and it's every everybody's got to try to understand what's going on in their life and you never really know what to do with that mm-hmm. and then you get um i mean on, on one hand you have you know nihilists who don't really believe in anything and think you know nothing matters and nothing is worth anything um, and most people try to stay away from that kind of mindset because, I mean, if you get too far into it, you tend to go crazy. Um, I mean, you know, look, look at Nietzsche. He went totally nuts. But um, on the other hand, you get the people who think who who think everything happens for a reason. You know those people? Yeah. And, and it, it, I, I used to be one of those people. I, I, oh, I yeah? could I, – I, I thought like I want I feel like it is something that like everything needs to happen for, like it's because that is fate and that mm-hmm. is you know destiny is everything happens for a reason you know we have to we I I went to work today and I messed up on a project that led me to learn that I need to do better in this reason for this reason or whatever and, and the, those people I get I get their their line of thought. But I, you know, and then I'm just like, I'll argue with myself about this and I'll be like, well, this is not a, have anything to do with it. It's just a coincidence, this random thing that happened, uh, it, you know, or, you know, anything that seems like it's something that's significant in your life. Um, for example, like, why would uh, let's let's make this a little cultural relevant. Um, why would the Las Vegas shooter go and kill everybody for no reason? Um is this was this meant to happen? Are we as a country supposed to learn about this? Um, learn about gun control and violence? Like a lot of a lot of liberals and a lot of le- a lot of left uh, leaning people think that all these things happen in our, our our society because we're trying to learn to realize that capitalism doesn't work, that uh, socialism or democratic socialism. Um, a, a kind of a mixture of democrat, democrat cap, democratic capitalism and democratic socialism all come together, and we, we're trying to figure out that you know this is the true way of how to be a people because we have to support each other and do all these things. And so all these things that happen on a mass scale that affect our whole country, and it's it's becoming a lot more prevalent because there's so many things that affect us culturally, whether it's kneeling for the for the flag or mm-hmm, uh, yeah. terrorism. Those things really, really kind of push us to want to believe that there's somebody out there trying to tell us something. And then you get the conspiracy theorists who think that, you know, the crazy things in the world happen to us because the, there's some ultimate power, um, not a religious power, but a, a, a government power that's trying to push people's, push public opinion and, and, and make us believe. And that's, that's, that goes back to the, like, how a lot of people think that religion and organized religion and uh, you know, any kind of major church is trying to manipulate its own people into believing certain things for their own good, and there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot to be said there. And this, this could go, I, I could go on about this forever. 
um, because it's it's a giant subject to do with, with a lot of things that go on in the world, and we we want to understand why something crazy like that would happen. It's like seems like somebody has to have to be pulling the strings here, and so mm-hmm. whether it comes down to fate or whatever we're doing, we just got to kind of move on and and keep keep that in our minds and keep learning from each, from each other. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and. For a Christian, I guess um, – well, I, I, you know what? I was going to say that for a Christian, the, the question of how something can be meant to be or who means something to be um, is a little bit simpler. But when you're dealing with an issue like this mass shooting in Las Vegas, it, become, it becomes a lot more difficult uh, or, I mean, or maybe just as difficult. Um, for a Christian, if something is meant to be, then obviously God means it to be. But then you come into, you know, you come into a really horrific event like this, uh, like this Vegas shooting and then – you know, you come to the question of, well, did God plan for this? Did God intend for this? If he's in control, why didn't he stop it? Was this shooter fated to always do this? Um, and uh, and and it just becomes a real. I mean, it, it just becomes a real problem for when you're dealing with, uh, you know, what God's plan actually is. And of course, uh, for Christians, there's a really big difference between when you're dealing with something like destiny or what you're fated to do. There's a difference between eternal destiny and what i'm what i think of as temporal destiny eternal destiny being you know where you know where you end up after you die you know whether you're fated to accept jesus and go to heaven or not and then um temporal destiny you know i mean like what what happens in your life you know what you're going to do in your life what kind of events transpire and who you're going to become uh for for the purposes of this discussion, the, the former isn't really as much of a uh, of a relevant topic. Um, you know whether someone is destined by God to become a Christian is a is a huge issue. Um, mm. It's been you know debated for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, um, and the uh, the the uh, the primary proponents of of each of each side being the Calvinists, you know, led by John Calvin, um, who said that everything was according to God's will and that no one could come to God without being first drawn by him. And that, you know, God chooses who is the, the, you know, chooses the elect, you know, who goes to heaven and, and who gets sent to hell. Um, and we have no free will in the matter. And then the Arminians on the other side, um, not to be confused with Armenians, you know, from the country Armenia, but from, uh, Jacobus Arminius, uh, who lived in the, in the 1500s, he was almost a contemporary of John Calvin a little bit after him. But who said no, no, no? It's it's about free will, you know. It's it's um, you know, it, humans are uh, you know decide what they do. Um, God calls, but humans have the the capacity to say yes, I will, or no, I won't. Um, and you know, obviously that debate's been going on for hundreds of years. So we're going to solve it right now. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, we're not really going to be talking about that today. Um, I mean, as with most things, I tend to believe that the the truth is somewhere in between those two extremes. But what we're dealing with today is the destiny of the temporal life. You know, can we have destiny or can we have something that is fated in this life? Um, you know, whether or not you believe in God, can you believe in something that is fated to happen? And what do other religions think about this? Um, I know that um, in Islam, you know, they believe uh, in the all sovereignty of uh, of Allah, but at the same time they have this um, uh, this proverb or whatever you want to call it. You know, you got to tie your camel. You know, like whereas um, it's 
yeah, Allah's in control of everything, but you still have a responsibility to make sure you take care of your stuff. You know, where, um, so it's not just, well, I'm going to leave my camel untied, and if it's meant to be, then he'll stay. It's, no, you got to actually take care of your stuff and, you know, make sure you're being a responsible person. Those, what, good, what those, those words are good to live by. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of along the same lines with that? I mean, it makes sense. I, I, I'm a logic person. Uh, any, mm-hmm. Anything that says, you know, yeah, things are going to happen, but you still got to take care of yourself. I mean, that just, that's just common sense. I, I, I can understand that from a cultural perspective um, coming from uh, the Middle East and, and kind of life over there and how life has grown. Um, and that, that I think we've, I think we've kind of lost that as a people, especially in Western society. We just kind of, a lot of people, um, they, I, I would say the, if, not to bring it back to politics, but the right always brings it back to that. A lot of people think that the government's supposed to take care of us, that the, that, and, and they'll take care of everything. They'll take care of the streets and the cities and the, and everything like that. But it's not that way. I mean, we all, Isn't- we have, we have to take care of the world around us. We buy our property. We take care of our property. We, we pass on our property to other people. We inevitably have to pay taxes on our property, which we have to take care of all those things um, through, you know, working and, and earning and economics. Isn't, it, isn't the right usually on the, uh, the opposite end of that spectrum where they're like, you know, the government needs to basically stay as far back as they can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> I think you said that the, the, it's the right that thinks that um, – the government needs to take care of everybody. Or sorry, something. yeah, it's the left. My bad. Uh, yeah, the a lot. Or sorry, the right thinks the left. It was my yeah. That's what the I. The right mean. thinks that no. The wait. The right thinks the left thinks that. Yeah. Yeah, the right thinks the left that the that it, because of socialism that that the government has to take care of everything, um, and when and when it's really it, it's kind of it's a it's a conservative value is and because Muslims are techni- are pretty conservative. Um, po- uh, point of view, so it's it brings it back to you know, but that's all morals, not not economics, and in, in in a certain sense, but one thing can lead to another. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and we see a lot of um, there's no real there's no real transition here. Uh, I'm just kind of gonna start talking about it. We see a lot of destiny um, in whether or not you believe in it in real life. I think a lot of people really want to believe in it, whether they whether they really do or not. Um, and you see, I'd, lo- that I'd in... love to, but I really can't. <laughs> oh, believe in destiny? Yeah, I'd I'd love to believe that somebody has a plan for everything. I'd I'd love to really put the final word on. Yes, this happened because it was predetermined that I was going to do this. But mm-hmm. in in the long run, it's really what you earn for yourself um, to me, and what and what happens is what happens is what happens. Uh, you know, they, they, there's a lot to be said for time and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it makes it a lot difficult um, for you to do anything about anything until you really kind of figure out what you want to do with yourself, and you know, nobody is there to, to tell you otherwise. Yeah, and honestly, I, I really respect that mindset from uh, from from an atheist. You know, someone who's willing to say, "I don't believe in that," and I and I wish I could. You know, I wish I did. Yeah, um, it, it would it would be a lot of peace for me to be able to be like, "Yes, this is a, in, in my daily life here. There, there's somebody out there who's looking out for me. There's mm-hmm. some sort of kind of force or energy or nature, spirit, whatever. Like, I would love to be able to believe in that stuff, but like." Just science tells me otherwise, and it's it just you know that's what it is, and you know 
I, 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 I'm, I'm for, uh, there, there's so much philosophical stuff we could go into here and I'm not, I'm not well versed in it enough, but like, I, I kind of look at things out how, uh, throughout like how time works and you know, how time affects the future. You know, you did this thing and that's going to change the future because you did this thing, but nobody else determined that for you. It's just, that's your own will going out into the universe and going out into how, how things are going to change and what you're going to do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I was saying before, um, a lot of people kind of try to have it both ways where <clears throat> they don't believe in God or they don't believe in, um, you know, anything beyond the material world, but they, they still hold on, they, they hold on really tightly to an idea that something could be meant to be, or something could be fated or something could be destined. You know, they, they want that, they want that comfort of, um, of the religious mindset of believing that there could be some kind of plan without any of the any of the trappings of religion, you know. And, well, and actually, trappings is kind of a kind of a good word there because it, w- they don't want to feel trapped by the, any kind of religious mindset, but they still want um, the comfort of feeling like there's some sort of plan. You know what I mean? Yeah, the plan. The plan is what what gets me, and and, and then it kind of the people out there who believe that God is a, a, a being that's up there in the sky that's watching down on us um, proverbially or metaphorically or whatever you want to consider it. Um, and then, and then he's got like this big old map that's like, Oh, you do, you're going to be doing this. And it's like the long road. Like he's, he's got your life planned out. Like, Oh, this is must be God's plan for me that I'm going to be doing this, that mm-hmm. I, I'm here doing that. And, and, and to me, this goes back to kind of my my idea, my 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 translation Philosophy. of what God is is that the you know God ha- if the, if God has a plan and maybe He does you, that plan is really what you what what the energy within you is is willing to do what your brain what your mind what your like spirit, the the power with like your your energy, your energy, the energy that comes from within you, the the, the that's where that's the plan. The plan that is coming there is what you what you have set forth for yourself, and mm-hmm. so it, it's it's my translation of that is, you know, your spirit is the thing that determines what you are, what you want to do, and that's what God, what what it what God wants for you to do is be you and what you should do. But then there, you know, and then there's those right. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to get into a car accident. I think this is the great, the greatest metaphor I can put out for there. Nobody wants to get into a car accident. You don't go out in your day and drive around. You know, life is dangerous. Science is science is out there. Gravity affects us. Physics affects us. Those things will happen, and inevitably, fate will draw us together. And that's that's where that's that word we're trying to. Our paths cross, and and that's that's a hard thing to realize for people is that when paths cross, um, it, it, you don't understand why you happen to meet this person, why they affected your life so much. So you want to explain it, and I understand that. That's fine. Anybody can explain anything, but it's just you know that's going to happen, and it's not. It's 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 just comes down to coincidence. It's hard. It's hard for me to be like, yeah, somebody says they're like this is. We. This is just how the it worked out well. Like I, I, I have. I, I went out of my way to move from Seattle back to Florida because I knew that it would change my life. I put that forward. I did that on my own. Nobody else told me to do that. But that's the power that drove me, and that's God Himself, in my opinion. That mm-hmm. like 
the power that drove me to change my life is what God pushed me to do, but I don't believe that. I don't believe that, that God isn't a thing to me. It's not like I, I don't recognize that as a being above who believes in heaven and hell and drives all these things in the world. You know, there's a really interesting, uh, there's a really interesting Bible verse that kind of touches on that. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, hold on. Um, because there is obviously a, um, a disparity between um, God, you know, when, you know, God did everything or God has this plan for me and I'm the one who did it all. You know, I'm the master of my fate. I'm the captain of my soul, all that kind of stuff. But um, there's a really interesting uh, verse that uh, is relevant here. Uh, everything that we accomplished. Okay, so this verse is in um, Isaiah uh, 26, and interestingly enough, Isaiah was a uh, was one of the was one of the biblical prophets who uh, prophesied Jesus, um, the coming of Jesus, back like 700 years uh, before Jesus was actually born. But he said, um, "Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us." And isn't that a weird kind of cognitive dissonance? Or even give it to me again. Give it to me again. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. Mm. And, and that's so weird. You know, that's such an odd kind of oxymoronic or paradoxical thing to say. It's acknowledging we have accomplished these things. We have done it. You know, we've made it happen, but you've done it for us. I think this is where a lot of atheists take offense to. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot yeah. Of pe- it's, it's a hot topic there. Like, and because people, people want to believe that they did this for themselves. That there's nothing but that, that, and this goes back to a lot of people. I, I get into arguments with people like a lot of people need God to comfort themselves, and uh, and that's how I that's why I give my translation of the power within you is God, um, and, and, and so God like you accomplish this shit, but it's the power that's within you, the that your spirit, your mind, the energy, the little, the physi- the the electricity that runs throughout your spinal system. And your nerves and all that, those that's the energy within you that the that is in your brain that pushed out. And that's God to me. God is the is that energy within you that drives you to do something. And yeah, he like they, so when when somebody says God accomplished this for you, so you could, you know, be able to do this, mm-hmm. people get mad about that stuff. And they, they yeah. really take take that like the, that you can't like I, I think what it comes down to is that there, there's the, this book, the Bible, was written a long time ago and then translated and translated and translated and translated. And so it gets lost in translation, um, you know, what things mean to people. And so it, 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 it ends up being offensive to people, especially with English, because English is such a, it's a backwards language compared oh, yeah. to, a, to, to a lot of English is jacked up things. in a lot of ways. Yeah, so you, you got to really look at those words and you got to think, you got to think about that culturally, and I just like nobody's that smart anymore. We don't really look at those. <laughs> things. We, we we don't really look at those things that way. Like it, we've it's definitely been lost yeah. to us the ability to read into the text, and, and it's hard. Like a, not a lot of people do it anymore, and especially with the lackluster education system that we've kind of pushed out for ourselves in the last fifty years. Um, it's really it's really tough for people to kind of be able to understand how other people where they're coming from and and I think that's a thing a lot of religious people probably have up on some folk 
where they truly do understand what the Bible is trying to say to us. That's why there's Bible study and Bible classes and all that stuff. Um, and, and so it makes it, it makes it a little bit more like, you know, this is that, that is how they're translating this life. And then, and then, but like, it's all the same idea. It really is. Um, secular people who, who agnostic, atheist, whatever, those people, they, they understand how life works in that, God didn't do this for us, but we, we didn't, and it's, I, it's that we're, it's because they put a name to it. They put a name to God instead of, you can't say spirituality, energy, because it goes back to so much history, so, so much history where there's just, there's just the way we translate things into life and what it means. And it's just really tough for people to understand when you say God did this for you. And mm-hmm. then it's really just saying God, you, you, God is within you. And you gotta really gotta force that on people. God is within you to be able to do things in your life, and you know he he's there, she's there, they are there, whatever <laughs> you want to call it, whatever pronoun you want to put on who the person, who the being, who the energy, who the 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 time wise, who that spirit is. It's within you to do whatever the fuck you want, and mm-hmm. it's tough it's tough to really grasp for for some people when you throw that onto a book and you define those things. That's that's hard. That's really hard for like I understand these things from my own experiences in life. I don't need somebody to tell me what I need to know that I already know. Um but some people do and that's important to grasp that some people need that guidance in their life that they can't get from their parents. Maybe they didn't get it from their parents, maybe they didn't get it from their teachers. They but somebody has thought these things out for centuries. Um, 6,000, I believe, uh, <laughs> 6,000 6, centuries, no, six, or sorry, six, <laughs> 6,000 years, uh, whatever, whatever that length of time that people that, that whoever that dumbass is that thinks that the earth has only been around for 6,000 years, we'll get into evolution next time. That's what we'll do. <laughs> um, stay tuned folks. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it, that's the difficult part about it is that we've got to, we've got to define where we're coming from and we've got to understand even further past that because we're here possibly for a reason, but nobody's really seen that yet. And I think we're just the magnificent miracle. It, it, to, if I'm going to cross bridges here, life on this planet is a fucking miracle, no doubt. But nobody was responsible for that miracle. It was just the right time, the right place, the right sun, the right Big Bang explosion. And, and there's got to be other life out there. Let's get into aliens the next episode, folks. Um, but that's the important thing to understand is that we're, we're all here to do something, but we've got to live the best lives and we've got to deal with other people um, whilst we're doing that and not try to annihilate 58 people and wound 500 others like an asshole. <laughs> so we're going back to that. Yeah, uh, I, I can't, I can't not talk about this. It's, got, a, it's, I, a, yeah, it's no. a tough. It's, it pisses me off. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me kind of reel us back in a little bit. You, 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 uh, bring, bring, bring us back here. Um, going back to, uh, going back to how the idea of a of a destiny or or a plan can, uh, sort of be offensive to to some atheists, but at the same time be sort of. Um, I don't know, I guess, um, seductive to the idea. Like, you know, you said that uh, you would like to believe in that. You would like to believe that there's a plan for you. Um, and at the same time, the idea can can sort of be offensive that God is manifesting his plan through what you do um, is, is, is a funny kind of, um, I don't know, uh, kind of irony, I suppose. And what's interesting is how 
we see in all throughout history, we see the idea of destiny, of fate, um, or of God's plan cropping up in stories and literature and myths over and over and over again. And, you know, especially within the last hundred years in, you know, all kinds of movies. Um, like some of our, some of our most famous, uh, you know, literary or, uh, or, uh, you know, cinematic heroes are, were prophesied, right? Were our, our prophets are following a prophecy that maybe they can't get away from like, uh, Harry Potter, like, um, the uh, like the 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 Pevensey kids and in, in, the the uh, the destined the destined child that yeah, that yeah, age old the, the that age old one. tale yeah right so like them uh, Neo um, Darth Vader is a really good example of one mm-hmm, definitely um, and uh, but I guess what this is coming down to is does destiny uh, does it leave room for free will if there is such a thing as destiny if there is such a thing as fate um, ordained by God or not. Is there free will possible in that? What do you think? Yeah, that's the tough one. That's the big question, isn't it? Yeah. That 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 is. I'm I'm glad we went back to this. Um, yeah. It, I would. There's always free will as an atheist. That that's our main. That's the main point of atheism mm-hmm. and, and and of uh, of non-religious Satanism. Um. That the you know. There is, there is a free will is the only thing we truly have, and that that's the that's the challenge of, of organized religion and of of God is that some be, some people believe that you know there is no free will. God determines everything. We we just are doing what we're doing, but that's why chaos ensues. But you know, again, there's always that counter argument of well, you're doing this because God was you you God has put you in place to do that thing, so it, it makes things more difficult. Um, to, but I, that's, that's where I, that's where I go back to, you know, there is free will and there's, there's only always going to be free will. You, you make your own choices. Um, I think that's probably the basis of, of my belief is that I, I, I do myself, you do yourself and we'll be fine <laughs> and, and, and we just got to coexist. But, you know, some of the things that people do, you know, piss people off, you know, you're doing this you're you're kind of ruining it for everybody else by being gay or by being you know transgender those people those people get really upset with people who make those choices in their life like god told you that you know you god made you the way you are you shouldn't be anything else um but that that in itself like god doesn't god made you god made you a man god made you a woman god made you you know but that and and that's where i that's where i I have a problem i I could go on about this all day um it's you you choose for yourself what you want to be not not, nobody else is going to tell you any other different um but i think god intended it for us to have free will i and there's probably some quotes out there that i don't know um, that make it that make the difference in there um, that could be translated to into some sort of something else. I I, I actually now really want to attend a Bible study, um, just just to have that conversation with people, um, just be just to be like, well, I, I think this translates different. I just I, I, I I'm not doing this to intend intentively argue. I want to hear what they have to say of what that what those verses in the Bible mean. Um, because if fate's going to be driving me, it's not just fate that doesn't. And that's why I like I, I want to get this tattoo on my wrist done over because I don't believe in fate anymore. I believe in my own will, free will, 
and, and that's that's the important part to understand is you is you know there there is a power within you that drives you and that determines what you want to do and um but that's that's all up to you to control there there it's there has to be a balance mm-hmm. see what's funny is that i think um i think free will is only i think free will is only possible in a, a universe where god exists you know i think without god free will is a complete metaphysical impossibility i actually wrote a paper about that that's but, interesting uh, as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, if there's no God, then, then we're completely driven by um, the, just the mechanical processes of our brain and um, the stimulus of our environments, and that's it. You know, and we have – there's no way – there's really no way uh, to, to, to grasp free will uh, unless it's a supernatural gift. That's personally what I think. But um, what about – I mean – I know you think that free will is is the is our main thing is 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 only is the only thing we really have. But in the context of faith, and I, and you don't believe in fate anymore. But if you did believe in fate, if you did believe in destiny, if you did believe in some kind of plan, do you think that free will would be possible within something like destiny? Hmm. Say that to me again. If you believed in fate which I know you don't, but if you did, would you believe that free will was possible within that? It has to be. I mean, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sputtering out here. Uh, it's, it, it, has, it has to be. Because uh, f- we wouldn't be able to make choices, really. Like, I mean, it, 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 fate, fate is just the end game. Free will, is the, free will is the thing that drives you to that end game. You 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 making your choice. You make your choices, but what ha- but, but the results is fate. That mm-hmm. that's the only that's the only way I can possibly even push that into context for myself. Is is that you you made your choices? Those are the you you've you've enacted your own abilities and your own learning, your own uh, things. Like I bought this house. The the house the house. Maybe I was was it fate for me to buy this house? Or did I did I make this choice on my own? Is it, it wasn't my fate to buy a house? Was it my fate to do all those things? But I drove myself to do those things. I was uh, and, and I, I brought I brought myself to earn money and be able to pay for this place and do all that. But you know, was it fate alone that that drove me to do those things? No, no. My free will brought me to to, to make the choices in order to do that stuff. But it, it took uh, it took work. So it was fate for maybe to, for me to to make those choices, perhaps, and, and they and so the house is the result of my free will, um, and, and and that's the only way I can even like I there has to be a, I I I I can't do an there are no ultimates with this subject. It has to be a, a the word I can't think of that I'm going to edit this whole part out with. What are you, what has, are you trying to say? There okay all right. Cut. <laughs> it has. There has to be a compromise. Fate okay. is a com- fate is a compromise. To me, everything leads up to something. Eventually, there are results, um, but sometimes those lead to nothing. But you know, we we have to learn something from what we do in our daily lives. But fate is the fate is the compromise uh, with free will. We there's there there's a balance of both. There has to be. Other, otherwise, it just like. It, there's there's no ultimates here because it it doesn't make any sense. I I you know I'm gonna throw this book across the fucking room and, and that's what that is. 
and, and I, I did that, and and you know that's random, that's chaos, and and, and there's there's a whole line of philosophy philosophy behind all of this, but it, you know. Now I got to go pick that book up. That was my fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I actually, uh, I actually kind of agree with you because I, I do believe that God ordains plans. I do believe that God, um, I guess, um, he, he plans or he initiates, or I don't know what the verb I should use is, but he does, he does destine us in a sense for some things, and he does prescribe some kind of fate for us. But I do also believe that we have to choose to accept that. We have to choose to walk in his will and walk in his plan in order for those things to come about. You know, I think that God has a certain plan for my life. I, I believe that I am, in a sense, destined for certain things, but I can choose to walk away from that. You know, I can choose to reject that, or I can choose to maybe not consciously object that uh, um, object to that reject that that's the word I was looking for I can choose to not consciously reject that but um, but stray so far out of God's will in other areas that um, I just I lose out on you know this blessing or this plan that he had for me and it how, 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 no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, slow the brakes what do you what do you mean by that wait, wait, how, how do we go how do we go against God's plan in in, in other uh, other manners well just, I mean, any any disobedience, you know, anytime we disobey God, anytime we sin, anytime we do something we're not supposed to do, um, that is, by definition, going against God's plan, you know. Okay, okay. And inevitably, for a Christian, you know, God's plan is always going to be the best your life can be. It's always going to be, you know, whatever God intends for you, whatever God destines you to is always going to be the highest um, – the highest levels your life can reach, but you have to walk in his plan the rest of the time. You have to walk in obedience to him. And you can say about a certain thing, if you, if you, um, intuit that God, um, intends a certain thing for you, but you look at it and you say, you know what? I don't want that. Um, I'm going to choose to walk away from that because it, maybe it seems too hard or it seems too far away or whatever. Um, then I think God will allow you to do that. You know, and I've had, um, what I believe are instances of that in my life where, you know, God has – where it has seemed to me that God has shown me um, an eventual destiny for me or a, an eventual plan. And it w but then it was up to me to use my free will and say, yes, I'm going to choose that. Yes, I will walk towards that. Yes, I will accept that and just traverse this this more difficult road to get to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So how are we? How are we fated to uh, to wind this podcast down? Because we're we're pushing time here. Well, I think we're fated to. Uh, I, th I think we're fated to to wind up this this particular episode by uh, telling our our, li our our listeners something interesting that um, we haven't revealed to them yet. Maybe this podcast was not just the result of an idea that that we had, or an idea that Nick had, really, because it was his idea. Um, but was actually part of some higher plan. So why don't uh, Nick? Why don't you go first, and you can you can tell me what your thing was. I don't remember what my thing was. You go first. <laughs> Are you serious right now? You know, well, I well, well I, all right. Let's let's go back here. Rewind. What what are we talking about here? You said a while back um, that this whole. The podcast was an example of kismet for you. That was how I learned the word. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think our relationship in general was an is an example of kismet. Um, 
it, it, I, I think it was fate for us to, to come together to do this. It really, like, that's my only, like, I don't believe in fate, but really it's hard not to think that after 25 years of knowing each other, that we didn't, that we barely kept held on to contact through the internet. Like, it, it seems like the internet came into being for us to do this. Like, we wouldn't be talking if the internet had not existed. So, did Al Go- is Al Gore responsible for us getting, to, getting together to do this? Are we going to be famous from all of this shit? Maybe not. But it's, it's really crazy to think that after 25 fucking years that we didn't come back together to do any of this shit. So it, it, it's, it, it, has to, it has to be some kind of something. like So it just, it just seems meant to... to you know, I don't know why I, have the interest in, why I had the interest in doing this other than to, to help solve problems and to help people kind of understand who's their neighbor. Uh, that's, and that's a good way to do it. Who is, who, let's play Who's Your Neighbor. Oh, um, you know, and, hey, here's something funny. There, there, there was a guy who actually asked Jesus that one time where, uh, where Jesus tells him that the, you know, the greatest commandment is to you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And the guy says, well, who is my neighbor? And uh, that was where the parable of the Good Samaritan came out. Remember, you know the parable of the Good Samaritan? No, I don't. Okay, well, not important, I guess. I'll tell you later. But um, anyway, so they, just that, that question of who is my neighbor, uh, you're actually echoing this guy talking to Jesus. Actually, this guy who was something of a skeptic, I guess, um, when he approached Jesus. So that's kind of funny. Definitely funny. All right, well, now tell me, tell me your thing, finally, since we've been, we've been teasing this shit for a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to hear. All right, here we go. I help lead a youth group up here, and um, last February, we went to a, um, a youth conference called Kingdom Youth Conference. And this is just a couple of days. It's a weekend of, um, you know, really high-energy worship bands and um, energetic uh, speakers and preaching and teaching and stuff like that. And, you know, just an opportunity for the kids to, to interact with each other and, uh, you know, with other youth groups who were there, um, and just basically a really good time for them to... To, to learn about God. And <clears throat> one of the speakers that we had there was a guy who was styled a prophet. You know, he spoke to um, all the different youth groups about stuff, and uh, he was supposed to have prophetic gifts, meaning that he had um, a gift from God to be able to um, speak God's word into people's lives and maybe give them... Um, you know, speak some kind of prophecy to them about, you know, the, about what God had for them for their future. And I was a little skeptical about this. Um, I mean, I've, I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian my entire life. But at the same time, I tend to be a little skeptical when it when it comes to stuff like this. I'm just I'm just a little bit less, um, I don't know, apt to believe something like that. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, um my life has also kind of sucked for a long time in, um, in a lot of different ways. So I was, I was interested in seeing, just seeing if maybe this, this guy could tell me something, okay? So after he was done talking to the kids, I took him aside and I said, and I you know, told him about um, you know, all this different stuff that's been going on in my life for a really long time and asked him if he, um, you know, if he, could ha- if he had a word from God for me. And he did have a word for me. And he told me to record it on my phone. And it's about five minutes long, but uh, the relevant part 
concerning what we're talking about uh, is only is a few seconds so I'm gonna and it comes up a couple of times so I'm just going to play the first part and then I'm gonna skip ahead so I'm just gonna I'm gonna play you this this thing on my phone okay okay here we go and it's gonna be pretty muddy As soon as you start talking, I saw another young man, and this young man was, is, is in your sphere, or he's coming into your sphere, and it's like he's going to help you and, and connect to some kind of business dealing thing. We're going to be able to work things and do what you're supposed to be doing with him. And I see God working on a process for that, so I command that window to open. And then I come against this assignment, because what I see on your life, David, is an assignment, like literally a spirit that's tried to stop you, and has had a sabotage to it at every level. So sabotage it Okay, so that was the first part. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> and then, uh, hold on, let me uh, get to the uh, the next part. Eighteen months, if you're just going for it, and God's going to begin to open up doors for you with it. Especially this younger, this other gentleman that's going to walk into your sphere, or he might already be there, and he's a window for you. You need to connect to that. When you see it, you just need to talk to him and say, "Hey, I want to, I want to just work together. I want to do something. You see an opportunity? Go with it." So Lord, I bless the man of God in Jesus' name. And that was it. Whoa, that's cr- so. Wait, wait, wait. Did, have you have you taught? Did you tell? So are you saying this person, is, is he a psychic, or what, what, what is he doing? Um, like I said, he was a prophet. So Prof- gi- a prophet. So, right, prophet. so gifted by God um, with the gift of prophecy. And, and did he, had he met you before? No, he, he had never met me before. Um, I had right, no idea it, who this guy did you, was. Did you tell him, did you, you didn't tell him anything at all? I mean, I told him that, I mean, like I said, I told him what my, my personal problems in life were. I told him that I'd had a problem really getting anything started in my life. That most of the you didn't mention me at all. Oh no, I didn't mention you at all. Um, See that? uh, That's that 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 stuff. I love that shit because I (laughs) I I I, I love that shit. Is this like what he's predicted this? He what? what, Have we already started talking about this stuff? No, 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 no. This 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 was back in February, and that that this happened, and you came to me in August, and you approached me about this podcast. Um, and I had no okay, idea wow. what I was what I was supposed to look for. Um, and maybe the idea of starting some kind of business venture with with a friend is not that big a deal to most people. But honestly, for me, anything that's a huge I've ever, deal. No, I don't mean I don't mean a, I don't mean not a big deal. I mean like not that difficult to bring about. You know, like no, uh, no, of course not. But it's, to some people, it's a bit. We, we, you know, I, people struggle to get out of the house every goddamn day. Start doing anything together, putting something into action. It's a huge deal. Yeah, and especially for me, like one of the things I told him was that, you know, pretty much everything I've ever tried to do has just fallen through completely. You know, even with even with close friends, if I've tried to start things with uh, with close friends, it's just it's just basically come to nothing. So he told me this, and I didn't really know what I was supposed to be on the lookout for. You know, I thought maybe it was this friend or that friend, or maybe I was just waiting for you know some random person to come into my life and um, you know start something with me. And then, you know, you approached me out of the blue and said, hey, I want to start this podcast. And I said, all right, let's do it. I guess I, this I is would, it. I, I would love to believe that was prophesied. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be that's amazing to me. And it, is, it seems it seems appropriate. Um, But I, I you know, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw my my realism spin on this. Bring, it's yeah, just, bring it, man. 
Well, when it comes to with it, when it comes to psychics, people who predict things like that, mm-hmm. it's just kind of that's probably going to happen in somebody's life at some point. Yeah, vague, in, in at least vague a enough year. that uh, yeah, vague enough that it's gonna it's gonna happen at some point in some way that you can sort of you can sort of twist into oh hey this totally matches up with what that guy said right yeah it's it's super vague and, th- and that's the only way to really explain that for me. But nevertheless, it's still cool. It's still it's still fun. That and that that's the fun of of psychics. That's the fun uh, of of prophets. And as a as a little side note here, someone might be thinking, well, what's the difference between that and say going to a psychic or going to you know a medium or whatever, having your tarot cards read or something like that? Because if you know Christianity, you know that talking to psychics is a, is a big no no. Um, anything like that, anything that deals with palm reading, is is definitely not okay. So what's the broaching difference? the occult? Say what? It's broaching the occult. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and so the 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 difference is, it's just a matter of the source. You know, God says, you know, you can come to me and ask me these questions, and if I want, then I'll, you know, I, I'll tell you something about your future. But no, don't go to them, because you've got, you know, in Christianity, you have, in you, you know, you have you have God and angels, and you have Satan and demons, and the, and that's the it's it's either or you know there's no benign spirits like that you know so that's that's the really the only difference i've always wondered like they say that the pope can talk to god but you know and god has a plan god has says stuff and then there's all those other examples of where people are talking to deities mm-hmm. like why why does like you know and there, there's much to be said about that but like you know, wouldn't those deities, you know, tell us what's up? Like he's a prophet. That seems seems you know against like what the Pope stands for. But who told? Like where where does he get that? Where did, where where do prophets get their words? Where do prophets get their like? What do you what do you mean? Where where did he come up with the with this predi- with this prediction that you, you and that you were going to meet somebody and it was going to change the way you 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 did life? Um. Well. I mean, if you're asking me, he got it from God. God told he got him. It, he got it from God. Yeah, that's. Well, but, I mean, that's that's what that's. I mean, if I'm a Christian and I believe in God and I, you yeah. know, then yeah, I have to say uh, he got it from God. He was listening to God and and God told him this thing. Um, when I approached him and asked him for, hey, do you have do you have any kind of word for me? And that was it. That was how he knew. We're we're gonna have to put a pin in that that subject for another episode. I, I think mm-hmm. I want to bring another person in on this because I, I would love to hear um, a Catholic's opinions yeah. on, on on prophets and, and, and all that stuff. That's something to write down um, for sure. Well, do you want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right, cool. Uh, how do we wrap this up again? Good question. Um. I'd, I'd like to thank everybody for coming in to, uh, coming to check us out today. Um, this is the uh, Lord is Not Taking Calls. Please check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give us a review. Send us a like. Ask us questions. Tell us we're fucking wrong. I would really appreciate that, too. Bring it on. We're, we're happy to talk. We're happy to hear your opinions. Uh, we're happy to discuss and debate. I'm sure it's going to happen. Um, David, take us on out. All right, guys. Well, as always, I'm David McGee, and I'm a uh, devout Christian. I am Nick Streit, and I am a devout atheist. And we will see you or hear you, neither of which. You will hear us next time. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. The Lord will return shortly, so we encourage you to call again.